Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Nuggets now. Chris Paul is going to leave the floor right now. Looks like he's headed to the locker room. And we'll see if we can get an update on that. Into the game comes Cameron Payne. Paul had just started cooking. He hit a couple shots in a row. 4.32 left to go in the third. 5 o'clock hour of the Burns and Gambo Show here in Arizona Sports. It happened with about five minutes to go in the third quarter last night, and John Bloom wasn't lying. The Suns were starting to cook a little bit. Chris was starting to cook a little bit. It was a seven- or eight-point lead when he suffered the injury, and the Suns were still kind of able to hang on towards the end of that third quarter. But then the fourth quarter happened. KCP hit two big threes, and the Suns just absolutely ran out of gas against the Nuggets. The big story now as we welcome you back into the Burns and Gambo Show is Chris Paul. Sham Sharania, we figured some NBA insider somewhere was going to have it. Sham's got it. Chris Paul, MRI, he's going to be reevaluated in a week with his groin injury. The Suns are not counting on him for games three, four, or five. Yeah, and that's all they're saying for now. But, you know, we, you talked about this book had a groin injury. He was out two, two months. So, I, I you know, you, 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 you got to worry short term. Got to figure out a way to win basketball games. You just lost one of your better players. Not at the level of KD. Yep. And Devin Booker. But, I mean, look, just think about this. Chris Paul or who replaces him? You may not like, like Chris. Chris's game has slipped. He's not the player that he was in the NBA Finals against Milwaukee that year. You know, we remember that last year against New Orleans, he was great. And then something happened in the Dallas series. He turned 37 or whatever it was. And then, you know, he just hasn't been the same since. But, man, he's still, he's a very smart basketball player. High IQ, almost always makes the right pass, doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot, gives you a comfortable guy that can handle the ball. Not a great three-point shooter, but it's still a great mid-range shooter. And now you're without him. And you can say next man up all day long, but they don't have they, they, they don't have the they man have to a step guy. up, right? They, they don't, don't have the man to step up. The next man is not on the bench, right? No, Which is the reason just... why these starters have been playing such heavy minutes. Yeah, listen, not the, the odds were stacked against them being down 2 nothing. Teams have come back, but it's slim. I mean, is it about 8 or 9% of the teams come back from 2-0 to, to win the series. you got to win 4 out of 5. It's already hard. Now you take him out. I mean, I can't believe that. I can't imagine there's a lot of Suns fans right now like, yeah, we're still going to win this series. Chris Paul's out for the rest of it because of just how poorly the rest of the guys besides Booker and Durant have played. In the short term, and I really do think this, I think they can win two games at home without Chris. Can they win the series without Chris? I do not think they can win this series without Chris Paul. And I know they're going to reevaluate him after game five. The, you know, is he going to play in game six? Is he going to play in game seven? Doesn't even get there. I think the Suns are capable of winning games three and games four at home without Chris Paul. I do not think they're capable of winning this series. But what the without odds Chris are, Paul. the odds are more likely that they split than the Suns win two or well, the they Nuggets split, win two. They split their doom. Yeah, but I think the odds would fever, heavily favor a no, split. I, again, right? I'm just saying, can I mean, they? Yeah, you can, they. I, I, you can yeah. they? I'm not saying yeah. well. I'm yeah. saying can. Yeah. can they win yeah. game three and game four at home without Chris Paul? I believe they're capable of that. I'm not saying they will. I believe they're capable Kevin of that. Kevin Durant has to play at a level we haven't seen him play at, but he's done it before in previous playoff so series, but he has to play at a level that we have not seen so far in the seven playoff games that he's played for the fans. And, of course, the bench would have to play out of their mind for these things to happen. Now, there's another question, and, and I, I brought this up, and you actually said, wow, you went there. It was the first thought that popped into my mind. I started thinking about Chris. I started thinking about his contract next year and how only half of it is guaranteed. We we were going to have a we were going to have a conversation about Chris when this series was over, when the season was over. I promise you, you and I were going to have a conversation about Chris and what you do with them. Sure. 
now we've accelerated that conversation a little bit. If Chris, bring him back. If Chris doesn't play the rest of this series and Chris is not brought back, it's at least possible that Chris Paul has played his final game with the Phoenix it's, Suns. It's possible. It's possible he I, has. I wouldn't bring him back. I mean, we're going to be in the same spot again. I mean, you've got a he'll be 38 years old next week. You're going to get into the playoffs next year. He'll be 39 at some point in the playoffs next year. I mean, it's you know the, the time has run out. He's got a partially guaranteed contract next year. If you bring him back, you got to pay him 31 million dollars. I, I can't I can't pay Chris Paul thirty one million dollars next year, so I, I I let him go. I pay him fifteen point eight, and now I've got fifteen million dollars in savings. Mm-hmm. Can I use that on a point guard for one year? Can I go get somebody to be my point guard? Take the fifteen million and go get somebody to be your point guard for fifteen million dollars. Make a trade if you have to. Well, actually, it's so hard. See, that's the other point. The it's tax so hard. And the, and the new no, it's rules. just so hard to make trades now. You have nothing to trade. That's true. Hey, you know, we want we. Hey, it's the Phoenix Suns. You have nothing. Yeah. You. I'll take Mikael Bray. Oh wait, you don't have him. I'll take Cam Chess. Oh wait, you don't have him. I'll take some of your first. Oh wait, you don't have first round picks. Yeah. It's like they. This is why I was so against. I was really. I was against the trade. You know this. So I'm not saying anything that's new. I was against the trade. Mm-hmm. I liked the larger window. This was such a short window to me. It was such a short window. I don't know how you could do it. Like, I don't know how you could thread this needle to add players to the roster because, you know, you don't, you don't have, you don't have anything worth any value to move. No, you're going to have to go veterans minimums. You're going to have to go mid-level exceptions. You're going to have to go whatever, whatever means you have roster wise at your disposal because you're absolutely right about the trades. You have nothing left to trade. Your assets are all gone in that regard. So you've, you traded all the draft picks. You've got nothing left there. You're going to have to hope the guys are going to want to come play with Evan Booker and Kevin Durant. You're going to have to hope the guys are going to want to come here to maybe win a championship here with the Phoenix Suns because you are going to have to retool this roster. You're going to have to hope anyway to retool the back end of this roster. But that's what the vet, that's what they brought in this year. Veteran minimum, Landale. Oh, veteran minimum, Akoji. Veteran minimum, um, Lee. Th- those are the type of guys you get. I know, but you're just going to have to look for a different mix. Guys who more are in line with what you need now versus what you needed then, right? Because what you needed a year ago when you got those guys, it was a very different equation with Mikel and Cam and all of that. What you need now, the equation has changed. Plus, you've got Kevin Durant to sell to those those players. Hey, come play with KD. Come play with Devin Booker. Come play with a team that's got two of the top ten players in the NBA on it right now. not saying it's a guaranteed sell and the guys are going to come, but that's what you're going to have to try to do if you're the Suns. My number one reason for not wanting to bring back Chris Paul, and you said at the very beginning, is how do we know that we're not going to be in this exact spot one year from right now? It's, it's every year. It's, if, it's it, almost it, impossible and, not to and be I here. I hate to feel that way about him. I hate to think that way about him. It's hard not to. It's father time. It, it's just hard yes. not to look at it and go, if, if you bring him back, you just understand you're, you're going to be in the same spot. You, you, you're, you're very likely going to have... A postseason where you're faced it's, with the possibility of not having Chris Paul for some of it. I think it's a simple. Sorry, but I, that's the truth. I think it's. It, I think it's simple. I'm, listen, I mean, it's hard if you're able to spend that money. If you're able to remember, it's not. It's not as easy when you're. Um, of course, over the oh, over yeah. the luxury tax to go just go sign somebody because you're over the tax. It's harder to do. But if you were just, if I was able to just put it in simple terms, thirty-one million dollars for Chris or fifteen million dollars for somebody else. I don't have to think twice about it. Right. I don't have to. And, and I'm glad you said that about the money. 
because I don't really know the rules and how I don't even know what options the Suns are going to have available to them with the money and where they are with the tax and things like that. They might not be able to do that much. But if you just no, phrase it over the tax team, yeah, you can't for, just go sign get free agents. But if you just phrase it just like that, right? Uh huh. Like I, I. I can't express enough appreciation for what Chris Paul has done. His decision to come here to play with Devin Booker reawoke the entire fan base, right? Like it, it, it started a chapter of Suns basketball that has been incredible and glorious and awesome and great to watch. It's, it's been, it's been yeah. fantastic. Yeah. All right. And nothing's ever going to take that away, but you got to make some hard decisions if you're the Phoenix Suns. And if you bring them back, all you're doing is running the risk of being in exactly the same spot a year from now. And I just, are you willing to give up another year of Kevin Durant on that? Are you willing to sacrifice another year of Kevin Durant? On not being sure whether Chris Paul is going to be able to play a year from now, is that really worth it? I, it's, I just for me, no. it's not. For no. me, it's not. They'll have the taxpayer mid-level exception available and the biannual exception. Um, that's what they'll have. Um, I think they might even have a trade exception, but there's not like the like they won't be able to just go sign a guy for fifteen million dollars oh, no, 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 because no. they're over the, they're over the cap. Everything will be veterans minimum and the, yeah. the, and, and those those exceptions that you've got right there uh, but, I, and sign and trades. But you don't have anybody to no, trade. No, 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 no trade. No, that that to me is not enough. No, no, name I, name one player the Phoenix Suns can trade. Name one. DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> At $33 million? <laughs> if you can convince somebody to take... Hey, Indiana, you wanted him then. You want him now? Please? <laughs> right? I, I mean, boy, you talk about someone we're going to talk about in the offseason. DeAndre Ayton. Could they find anybody who would take him? Could they find anybody who would want him? Because that, that's not at that money. That's your not at you that can, money. If you can find somebody who wants him, that's your asset. But I don't know if you can. That's you can your make most- qualifying offers to Jacques Landale and Dave, Darius Baisley, but Darius Baisley doesn't even play. Yeah, I don't think trade's going to be much of an option. I think it's going to have to come from free agent signings, and even then, I don't know what their options are. It's just a tough pill to swallow, and of course, there's still a series to play, and I still believe the Suns can at least win the next two without Chris at home. The series? Mm. But the next two, I think they can. I don't think they will. Can you see a scenario? I just want to ask you this because, you you know, I liked, we talked about windows, window one, window two. Can you see this window just slamming shut on the Phoenix Suns this year? No. No, I think as long as they have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, the window should not shut. I don't think that. As long as they have. As long as Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are on this roster, this window is not shut. I know you're a big, they shouldn't have made the trade guy. I get that. And I'm a big, I'm really glad they made the trade guy. And we'll always have that difference between us. Yeah. But you will not convince me that the window closes at the end of this year because Chris Paul's not on the roster. Because if I, had all, my dra- if I had all my draft picks going forward, I could have gone through this year, tried to win with Mikhail and Cam, tried to get something for Jay, and then used draft picks to replace Chris. I'll trade for a point guard. Yeah, you could have. You, you, I mean, that could have been. You, you that's could have not available that. to you now. But your question was, does the window close? And my answer to you is a definitive no. The window does not close when you have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant on your roster, in my opinion. It does not. That was your question to me. Yeah. I, I yeah. can tell on your face yeah, you don't just, like my answer, but no, I, just, I don't man, agree with that a, at all. It's a two-man team. It was always going to be a two-man team. That was well, the point. After you made the tr- well, you still believed in Chris and DeAndre. You were hoping you were going to be a four-man team. But you knew you were going with the idea that our top two are better than your top two. Right. When we come back on the Burns and Yambo show. Haven't been. 
That's the problem, and that's exactly what we're going to get into next because he is a very special player in the NBA who has not been very special so far in games one and two. He's been fine. Can he get back to being special? That's next. Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Nuggets now. Sorry, we're continuing our conversation during the commercial break about whether this window is closed on the Phoenix I mean, Suns. KD's got to be 35. But did, but did you really think that the Kevin Durant window was just one postseason and that was it? Because if you thought that, then you never should have made the trade. I, I didn't want to make the trade. Well, no, I know, but I'm, I'm speaking high. If you were the Suns and you legitimately thought, we've got one postseason of our best version of Kevin Durant in order to win a championship, then you're reckless and irresponsible for making this trade. You don't make this trade because you think you've got one year left of Kevin Durant. I mean, well, then, then, may, then maybe you just bring Paul back and hope for the best. And then it's Paul, Aiton, KD, and Book again for next year. It's You could do oh, that. Man, it's You're going to run into the same problems with Chris a year from now. He's just going to be a Sacramento's year older. Sacramento's going to be better because they got playoff experience. Memphis is going to, you know, yeah, they, we'll they'll be healthier. Memphis. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's well, just, you're a uh, downer over there, man. You're bringing me down. I, I yeah. thought it was in a bad enough. You're really uh, bringing me down now. I, I you're wish. You're talking about windows being shut and things being over no, and it's like done I'm and pissed. I'm kind of pissed off. What are you pissed off uh, about? Well, I just, I'm, I'm, I, I'm leaning more towards being pessimistic. I'd like to be more optimistic that everything's going to be okay. They're down 2 nothing. Well, I get this team's supposed to win the well, NBA well, Finals. Well, They're down 2 nothing. Okay. And, and for people who just, Chris Paul's hurt again. Yeah, I mean, for people who are tuning in, if you just, <laughs> Campo and I are having this, this, never-ending conversation, and in a good way. I don't mean in a bad way, because we found out today that Chris Paul's out for games three, four, and five with a groin injury. At least. Suffered last night, at least games three, four, and five. And we're talking about short picture issues, big picture issues, the micro, the macro, all of it right now, because it's it's kind of all on the table when it comes to the Suns. And I, look, I, I, in the short term, I'll tell you what, in the short term, here's what I know has to happen if they're going to have a chance Kevin Durant, you better be elite. You better because this right. this version of Kevin Durant that we've had so far this postseason has been good at times, really, really good. But the kind of version of Kevin Durant that we expected with this trade, dude, no, no, that hasn't happened yet. No. That and we're still waiting on that to happen, and it didn't happen last night. And if they've got any chance in the short term of surviving this series against the Nuggets, Kevin Durant's got to get elite. Overnight, yeah, right and, now. And, and listen, one of the things that I focused on after the game last night because I'm so high wired after the game is over, um, I can't go to sleep because I have all you know, my brain just doesn't shut off. I have all these things like running around in my head, and I just got to put them down, um, you know, and, and think about them for you know for the show. So like. I just one of the things that I looked at is I went and I looked at Kevin Durant. Like, no, he hasn't been special. He hasn't been elite. He's been good. Like he's been he's good. good. He's, he's been, been good. At times really good. But look at this. And and this is what I looked at. I mean, this is the guy you gave up Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first round picks and a pick swap for this guy. But you gave that all that up for is the previous Kevin Durant. The Kevin Durant that had forty eight against Milwaukee in a playoff game, forty nine against Milwaukee in a playoff game, forty two against Boston, thirty nine against Boston, thirty nine against Boston. 46 against Houston, 50 against the Clippers, 45 against the Clippers, 43 against Cleveland, 38 versus Houston, 
38 versus New Orleans. You gave all of that up for that Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. for that guy, that the, the one that was unstoppable. The one who was like, we can't do anything. How about that guy's got, if he wants to go for 50, he's going for 50. We can't do a damn thing about it. That's what you gave up all of that for. We haven't seen that yet. Seven playoff games. It's not like he's been bad. He hasn't been bad. He's been good. He's been good. Mm-hmm. At times, he's been really good. But when you pay that type of money and you give up that type of inventory, you want elite shot making. You want special. You want to, he's special. You want the coach to be like, we, we have no answer for that guy. You know, and like too many times we've like we saw it with Jamal Murray in Game One. Like the, the Suns need the Kevin Durant that was kicking everybody's ass in seventeen, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Uh, you know, twenty twenty one in the playoffs. That's the guy they need. Are you worried that guy doesn't exist anymore? I I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, because because the, the look, tone of this is, is suggesting to me that you you you're worried that guy simply does not exist anymore. And I don't believe that. I just don't think we've seen that guy yet. I don't think he doesn't exist anymore. No, I, think I think he still, he still very does. much exists. I, I think he does. It's. I think he does. It's just hard because we've gone seven games without seeing it. Yes. We've gone seven games seven without games seeing really good, but not great. Look, last the night, injuries take a toll. Age takes a toll. Like I said, he's not the same guy that was in Golden State five years. He's in his 20s when he's with Golden State winning titles. He's 34 now. Yeah. It's not the same guy. But he's still really, really, really good. Really, really and, good. And if you're going to say to me, what's the number one reason why the Suns lost that game last night? I will tell you it was because Kevin Durant was not elite and they needed elite. What did he and, shoot from three? Uh, two of 12. Two of 12 from three-point range. And we talked, look, we, we've barely talked about the three-point shooting. Yeah, I was a big advocate for the Suns taking more. I was also a big advocate for the Suns making more. And and for me, Kevin Durant, was. we talked about this yesterday. He's the guy I wanted taking more threes. He Why? Because he's damn good at it. He wasn't damn good at it last night. He was terrible. He was brutal. That three-point shooting, that was all Kevin Durant. That was 100% Kevin Durant. He couldn't hit a shot, save his life last night from beyond the arc. I, I just think that that with... Look, we last night, and you saw it too, on social media and among Suns fans, the the crowd who believes it was a mistake for the Suns to do this, they're, they're, they're feasting right now because they don't have any depth and Kevin Durant hasn't been elite. Now, let's be honest. You're in that crowd as well. So I think you're kind of looking at this as like potential validation for your opinion on the trade. Like, see, uh, I told I wanted, you. But I, I'm, I'm so good with being I, – I don't mind being wrong. Like, oh, I, 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 I hope I'm wrong. I hope they win the championship. I, I hope Durant takes over. and li- I, I just – you know, I liked – we, we we compared it again. We compared it to Windows. I liked the longevity. I liked hanging on to all my draft picks, hanging on to McHale and Cam to play with Book, and knowing eventually you would have to replace Paul. But you would have all those draft picks to use as a trade to replace Paul. I, I mean, I liked that window better. Cam and McHale, they're younger. They're younger, and, and all the draft picks could be used. They're valuable, even though the Suns are picking later, and they're still valuable. Um, like even like even look at this year's first pick. Like they didn't do so well this year. They were the four seed, so the pick's not the last pick. They're not picking thirtieth in the draft. So I don't know. I just they think that used I would that pick for a player anyway. But I would have I would have liked to have that and gone a different route. And that was me. And I said it at the time. So I'm not. 
You know, I'm not sitting here gloating, but listen, and it's not over. The Suns could very well come back and win the series and shock us and 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 do everything that people expect them to do. It's just going to be really, really hard. It's got to start with Kevin Durant being elite. And, and I will, I've said it, I'll continue to say it. I will always believe in this trade. I will always believe this trade was the right thing to yeah, do. Sometimes you got to go for it, and, and because sometimes you just got to say to hell with it and take a chance and and take a leap. And, and the Suns, for an organization that had never won a championship, I think it was time for them to take a leap. It might not work out. I certainly don't think the window closes this year if they lose to the Denver Nuggets. I yeah. don't. I, it's going to take some retooling, but I don't think the window's closed. The scoreless streak is over. Oh, did uh, Zach, Zach Gallen? Gallen's scoreless streak ends in the first inning. He gave oh. up a run to the Rangers. 28 and a third. Look at 28 that. 28 and a third. Was that a yeah, little RBI single dumped in the left? Runner from third scores. God, Zach Gallen, what a bum. I'm kidding. Kidding. Kidding, kidding, kidding. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, if the guy from Animal House were to grade the Suns bench last night, 0.0. Yeah, you're not wrong, Dean Wormer. That's next on the Burns and Gambo show. Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Nuggets now. So I've got um, a couple of chat groups here on my phone. Okay. Um, not yep. one nearly as mean-spirited or vulgar as your New York friends uh, with the whole Rangers-Devils thing that you guys were yelling at each yeah. other back the last couple of days. Yeah, so one of my friends said, uh, he says, everybody watch this show? I said, not me. He goes, you don't count. I go, I can count. One, two, three, four. And then I put a picture of the Devils winning 4 nothing. <laughs> So okay, I can't. I can't count. I can. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? So I got this group. Uh, two of my friends. You met them at my son's wedding uh, a couple of months ago, and one of them said the point that Gambo made was a good one. Play all five bench guys at the same time, so they're not afraid to defer. See if it works. That's yeah. Even if it's for just two to three minutes, just see if it works. Because there was a moment in last night's game, <laughs> and not that it was the definitive moment, but the, but it certainly was a right. moment. I think we all remember it. Josh Kogi, it's fourth quarter, midway through the fourth quarter. Josh Kogi's standing five feet from the basket, and you can tell he he doesn't want to shoot it. And it wasn't really on him either. He doesn't want to shoot it. You know, he's five like, feet from the basket. You're five feet from the basket. You don't really have a defender in front of you. And instead, he kicked out to KD. And I imagine part of the process was we're losing. I shouldn't be the one taking the shot. Kevin Durant should be the one taking yeah, the play, shot. Play five bench guys together. Sit Durant. Aiton, Booker, all at the same time, and let five guys from the bench play together. Now, it may not work, but I got to try something here. Yeah, well. you know, because then again, like there is, you can't defer to Kevin Durant or Devin Booker because they're not on the court. Monty's whole thing is we're going to have two stars on the court. With the, these guys are afraid to shoot. The bench has been terrible. They took 16 shots last night. They did, most of them Cameron Payne. But a lot of no. these guys are afraid to shoot the basketball because they feel like they should have to give it to Booker Durant. Cameron Payne is not afraid to shoot. He's not afraid to shoot. He's, he's, he's one of the, okay, he does not have the Josh Kogi syndrome from last night. He was not afraid to shoot it. And again, to yeah. be fair to a Kogi, you know, there were moments during the regular season where Josh Kogi wasn't afraid to shoot either. He was more than happy to shoot when he got those open looks. But last night in that moment, there's no question he froze, right? Like, and yes. so the reason we're having this conversation is, is we're, we're getting ready for, I mean, game three is still a couple days away. It's not until Friday here in Phoenix. The Suns are down 0-2. This series has gotten off to a terrible start, made even worse with the news that came down about an hour ago that Chris Paul's going to miss at least games three, four, and five with this groin injury. That according to Sham Sharania. Part of the problem 
has been Kevin Durant. Part of the problem was Chris Paul's injury. And part of the problem, frankly, is a bench that was beyond next level bad last night. Useless. I mean, just uh, 0.0, as Dean Wormer said from Animal House. They, Useless. They, they brought nothing to the table. And they didn't even play Landry Shamit. I had None. a guy who even tweeted me last night and said, hey, look, baby steps. Landry Shamit didn't play. You know, let's, it it, that doesn't matter. It's a win. It, 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 no, it doesn't matter. It um, doesn't matter. They played 71 minutes. I actually tweeted this hell last night. I know you got a kick out of it. The Suns bench played 71 minutes last night. Their bench was on the floor for a, an, 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 you know, per man for an hour and 11 minutes, and they scored four points. It's awful. 71 minutes of basketball by the bench, they scored four points. I don't know that that's even, that's even possible. Like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like, like if, if, if Elias Spur- Sports Bureau could check on that, I don't think that's ever happened before. A team plays their bench more than an hour, and they score four points. No, I can't. Im- no, I, I can't imagine something like that's ever that's, happened. That's before. probably never happened before. That might be a first in the history of the NBA. No. Lee got the most minutes. He was zero for five. He was 20, took twenty six shots. He was zero for five. Cameron Payne got seventeen minutes. He was one for seven. Tory Craig got two shots. He missed them both. Biz had ten minutes. He made one shot. Landale had five minutes. He made one shot, and Ish didn't take any shots. They had two baskets, and that's what was really obvious to me last night. You mentioned all those names and all those guys. It yeah. felt like Monty was just throwing a whole bunch of stuff up against the wall to see what was going to stick, right? Like I'm like, Ish. My wife said, what? I'm like, Ish. Ish Wainwright's out there. Yeah. Ish. She's like, what? Like, yeah, look, Ish is out there. Yeah. Like you get, for, two, for two minutes. You know, well, I, but, but again, it was just sort of a let's try this, let's try that. They even rolled with that Devin Booker and the four bench guys lined up last night, which I thought we had seen the last of after the Clippers series. I'm like, yeah. don't ever do that again, Monty. That was a They tried. Tried that again last night, right? Right. Just because it's this trial and error, mostly error, but let's let's try this. Let's try that. Let's try this. Which is why, to me, the conversation about the bench moving forward in Game 3, if the Suns are going to get back into this thing, you know, I'll play this Jamal Crawford cut from last night, former son on NBA TV, talking about guys the Suns should be playing off the bench. They're going to have to lean on their bench. Terrence Ross, TJ Warren. We need to see these guys because, as Coach said, if, even if Chris Paul is healthy, a groin, a hamstring, any wrong movement is going again. So you have to get these other guys to supplement. You can't have these guys doing their fourth quarter moves in the first quarter just to generate offense. You got to do a movement. You got to do a misdirection. Get these guys easier baskets and get the bench in the game. I know Ross hasn't played in forever in a day, and I know TJ hasn't played in forever in a day. You're down 0-2, and you're on the ropes, man. You got to play them. You got to play them and you got to try it. I don't care how rusty they are. You got to play them. So I come out, I start Craig and Okoji with their, with KD, Book, and DA. I start, that's my starting five against the Nuggets. And I'm going to ride those guys for as long as I can. But my starting five is Booker, Durant, Ayton, Okoji, and Torrey Craig. Because Torrey Craig, at least Torrey Craig, he'll take open threes. He'll take those open threes. You want to blitz Book and blitz K. Maybe he could be an X factor. Maybe he could be an X factor. He's proven that he can take shots and make shots. Now, the problem really comes in with the bench because I don't know what the heck you're going to do. I mean, if Booker's your point guard, and I mean, you're probably not going to rest him very much, but. You know, you do got to take him out at some point. Then campaign could come in and play a little bit of minutes. You've got your backup center. It's fine. Biz could replace Aiden. Terrence Ross is going to have to come in because Okoji and, T- and Tori can't come in for each other. So it's going to have to be Terrence Ross. It's going to have to. It's going to have to be him or TJ Warren or both. It's gonna ha- you, you need to. 
the last thing you couldn't find guys who could score last night. That's your number one complaint about the bench, right? They they, they went what two for sixteen two, with two. four points. Yeah, I mistakenly said okay. Landell had made a basket. He didn't. It the was, only guys made basket campaign made one, and Bismack Bimbo made it. one. You need guys who can. Uh, I I think it was our buddy Greg Esposito who suggested this on Twitter earlier. You got to try to outscore them on Friday night. Give me Terrence Ross. Give me T.J. Warren. I know those guys can't can't guard you or me. All right, but at this point, I got to find something, anything to spark my offense off of the bench. Got to play. It's it's. And if it sounds desperate, it's because you are desperate. You're there. You, you you don't have Chris Paul for maybe probably yeah. the rest of the series. Yep. Kevin Durant hasn't been the elite player you thought he was going to be. Devin Booker is way overworked and way overtaxed and way overstressed. You're in a position of desperation right now if you're the Phoenix Suns. Don't mistake it. Don't look at it and go, ah, no, we're just down 0-2. It's fine. We're do not you, desperate. Do you fault Bonnie for the fact that Terrence Ross hasn't played in almost a month? <clears throat> I'm not going to even count the four minutes he got, he got against the Clippers or the five minutes in mop-up duty. He hasn't played. He hasn't had real basketball. By the time they play this game, what's today? Today's the second? Yes. Third, fourth, fifth is when they're going to play? Yes. The last time he actually played minutes was April 9th. It's basically 25 days. Yeah, it's basically been a whole month since he's played. Yes, and I do fault Monty for that. Yeah, me too. See, I, me too. I, 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 I do. I, I do. do. I, I think that, and this dates back to the end of the regular season. When, for two weeks to go in the regular season, three weeks to go in the regular season, I remember because I was getting sick of having the conversation, but it felt like every single Suns game, we had to talk about it. Hey, let's look at what Monty did with his bench last night. It was totally different than the night before. Hey, what's he going to do tomorrow. I don't know. It's going to be totally different than what we just saw, right? Like, it was this constant shuffling of guys. He was constantly looking for the right mix, and I get it. Part of it's not his fault. Part of it is he's looking at his bench, and he's, okay, what can I, can I make chicken salad out of this, right? Can I, yeah. can I make this functional? Can I make a meal with the groceries that are in the fridge? I get it. It's t- I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say Monty's, you know, it's all his fault. The, the construction of the bench leads to a problem here, too. There's no doubt, but Terrence, but the, Ross, Terrence Ross played 21 games. He averaged over 18 minutes a game. The constant shuffling in and out has done nothing to set up any kind of a, a, a continuous rotation of bench guys. Nobody knows their role. Nobody knows their role. Nobody's, Nobody's ever knows, known their role. What's my role? Yep. Nobody's ever known starting, it. now he's not starting. Nikoji's not starting, now he's starting. Is Landale playing or is it Bismack Biombo playing? Landry Shamit's going to be the first guy off the bench, now Landry Shamit doesn't play. There's, there's, nobody knows what their role yep. is. And it's been like that with three weeks to go from the regular season. It's been a part of that. Text us your thoughts. The FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. When we come back, in case you missed it, it has been reported Chris Paul could be out through Game 5 of this series. Does that mean it's OVA? Ova? That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Burns and Gambo, what's on tonight? What is on tonight brought to you by Global Credit Union. Twelve branches here to serve you. Become a member today at globalcu.org. Bottom of the second, the Arizona Diamondbacks are beating the Texas Rangers by a score of 3-1. to one. Zach Gallon's 28-inning scoreless streak, consecutive scoreless streak, is over at 28 and a third. Um, but the Diamondbacks are still winning by a score of 3-1. to one, And they're doing it thanks to a Cattell Marte solo home run in the first inning. Dominic Fletcher had an RBI single in the first inning as well. Cattell Marte added a sacrifice fly in the second. So those three runs.
runs, two of which coming off the bat of Cattell. He's got two RBI on the day. Zach Gallen, for what it's worth, an inning and a third, three hits, one earned run, no walk, one strikeout so far. His ERA stands at 2-3-1 on the season. It's been good. Yeah, be nice to, uh, they lost first place to the Dodgers. Yep. Nice to get some here and get back. Just stay in contention. And again, the news with the Diamondbacks. We haven't imagined we'll spend more time talking about it tomorrow because we won't be coming off a Suns game. Um, Brandon Fott, the number one pitching prospect in the Diamondbacks system, is going to make his major league debut tomorrow. A lot of people thought he was going. I thought he was going to get for the next homestand. I didn't realize it was going to be this road trip. He is going to be the Diamondbacks starting pitcher for I believe it's a noon first pitch against the Texas Rangers tomorrow. Makes a big league debut. Looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, they got a good offensive lineup. They could hit a little bit, the Rangers. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got a good offensive team, so it'll be a good challenge for them. I tell you, the thing that makes me nervous about the Diamondbacks is that rotation. It's so young. Yes. It's three rookies. Oh, so young. Three rookies. That's the thing you worry about. We've yeah. talked to Tori Lovello about that, too. Like, is that something that could do you in? Is that Because, look, Bumgarner didn't work out. They released him. Nobody's picked him up, right? I haven't heard anything about him. Madison Bumgarner. Have you heard anything about nah. Mad Bum? I haven't either. I, I've kind of lost track nah, of it. It's, I've been it's, so it's been like, I know we've been so sun-centric. It's just like, I think Have we heard been... anything about Mason Saunders? <laughs> no, no. Is, is Mason Saunders in, in Wickenburg right now participating in a rodeo? I have no I idea. Had, I mean, nobody's like, hey, let's go bring Madison Bumgarner in. No, you know? no. I, I, well, I still suspect somebody will because the price is so low, right? 700 yeah. grand. I, I, but who knows? But people might be looking at him and say, he's, he's toast. He's done. The Rangers were one of the teams that people thought might be a home. Yeah, because of Bruce Boach. Because of Boach. Yeah, yeah. The time, the, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, also on tonight, uh, the NBA and Game 2 of the Eastern Conference semifinals, the Miami Heat are beating the Knicks 54-51. What the literal hell is going on here? What is going on? Wow. They, they don't have Jimmy Butler. Tyler they Hero. Tyler Hero. Who, who else? They're, they're missing... Um, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe Tim Hardaway walked through the door. Yeah, those guys are all oh. out. But I, I do think Ronnie Cycli is about to come in now Perhaps. off the bench. Perhaps he is. Ronnie Cycli from maybe. Syracuse is about to jump maybe in Maybe James Jones came out of retirement mm-hmm. and he's playing Jamal for the Jamal Mashburn out there somewhere. <laughs> right? Seriously. Uh, the Heat are so good at Kentucky. Be the Knicks, and that's a spite. 19 points from R.J. Barrett. 18 points from Julius Randle. Nobody else on the Knicks has done jack squat in this game. Um... Jalen Brunson, seven points. I mean, like, they're getting good games from Randall and R.J. Barrett, but Jalen Brunson off to a really slow start. He's one of six for seven I'd points in this I, game. I, I got it. Who drafted Jamal Mashburn? Charlotte? Was Dallas, wasn't it? Was it Dallas? Look it up. I can't even remember. I, well, because the whole thing with Triple J Ranch, was it, when Kidd Jamal and Mashburn, Mashburn and Jim Jackson were on the same team? But what? was he drafted by Dallas? Why do you ask? I don't know. I just, I'm thinking about it. I have, like, th- my tunnel vision right now. <laughs> Who Jamal Bashburn was drafted fourth overall by the Dallas Mavericks Dallas in the 1993 Mavericks. NBA draft. Bravo, Mitch. Go. Bravo. I remember him with Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, I, now, now that I look. Chris Weber, that was the year he was drafted number one. Sean Bradley, yeah. number two. Penny Hardaway, number three. Of course, Orlando and Golden State did the trade. Jamal Mashburn, number four. I do remember when the Mavericks used two first-round picks on centers in the same year. Bill Wennington and Yui Blob. That was the year Bobby Hurley got drafted by the Sacramento Kings. Seventh really? pick overall. Yeah, it was the same draft. The 1993 NBA draft. Man. Give me the top five picks in that draft. I, well, I did. Okay, I'll do it again. Chris Weber. Weber. <laughs> Sean Bradley. All right. Penny Hardaway. Jamal Mashburn. 
and Isaiah Ryder. Wow. That was the top five from 1993. Didn't Sean Bradley... Um, um, Something happened to Sean Bradley, right? Like a bicycle? Something. I believe he was riding his bike. I think he had a hit by a car. Yeah. He was riding his bike. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll take weird tangents for 500, Alex. Uh, also on tonight, game one of the highly anticipated Western Conference semifinals between Let's go. LeBron and the Lakers yeah. and Curry and the Warriors. I got no problem. I don't listen. I, don't, I can root for the Warriors. I hate the Lakers. Just get them out of there. So now, if you were a son, if you like, if you, that's the, see, that's tough too, right? It, okay. If it, you think the Suns, who would the Suns be better off? Lakers. 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 So you root for the Lakers? You know what? I haven't given up on the Suns yet. I I know there's a million reasons to do so, especially with the news that Chris Paul is going to be out for games three, four, and five with his groin injury. I, I... I, I might be in the minority. I still believe there's a path for them to win games three and four at home, which is going to sure. require Devin and Kevin to be out of this world great, phenomenal. I don't think they can win the series without Chris. I don't think they can win a game, two games in Denver, or one of two games in Denver without a fully healthy roster. But I do think they can at least games, win games three and four without those guys. So I'm still looking at that series as if the Suns have a chance to face the winner of that so series. So then you'll root for the Lakers. I'll root for the Lakers. I will. You root what's best. Now, normally, if the Suns weren't even in it, you'd want the Lakers out. I'd want the Lakers out. Yeah. I'd be rooting for the Warriors. As weird as that is to say, I'd absolutely be rooting for the Warriors yeah, to win that series. Lesser of two evils. But I have no problem rooting for the Lakers to eliminate the Warriors in the hope that the Suns are able to play the Lakers in the next round. It's, easier, it's an easier matchup. For whoever gets out of this, Denver or Phoenix, the Lakers would be an easier matchup. I just got to imagine that by the time LeBron, at his age, gets to the Western Conference Finals, that he's just going to be cast. That he's just not going to have much left in the tank. Which no, is probably is... why I'd that and Anthony Davis, I just don't trust him to stay out there very long. This is just so hard to do when you get to that age and all of these games that get pile up quickly and you know that time. Like the, the Suns are play two games already. Now they got to do time off is to allow these other teams to catch up. Yeah, yeah. The Lakers and Warriors haven't played yet. I hope the Suns get their rest, and I hope that on Friday Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are ready to ball. Out because that's the only way this is going to work. Well, pressure on Monty to try to figure out something, no doubt. Big time, and we'll probably talk pressure more about on that tomorrow. Yeah, figure yeah, it out. The bench and how it's going to work. It's going to do it for us. We're out of here on this Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow, straight up two o'clock, right here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Have a great night, everyone. You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go. Oh.